Welcome back to Marriage Monday. I'm so glad you've joined me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage just one Monday at a time. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that people don't talk about enough. It's one of those things that just doesn't come up unless somebody loses their cool, and it's that thing called patience. And honestly, when I think about patience, I think it's about that intangible that is necessary for a healthy marriage, but one of those intangibles we tend to just lay to the side the longer we are married because we either give ourselves permission to just stay the same forever because this is the way things have always been, or we just have gotten so familiar with our spouse, so familiar within our marriage that we just take patience for granted and we take our spouse for granted and then all of a sudden we find out man we're having deeper conflict we're having more heated discussions Um, we can't talk about certain subjects or we can't even approach certain subjects how did we get here i would venture to say it's because you ignored patience because without patience we cannot effectively listen to each other let me say that clearly without patience We cannot effectively listen and or communicate to each other. I mean, without patience, how do we talk about subjects like money, sex, the kids, the in-laws, church, spirituality, Uh, go down the list, conflict. How can we effectively deal with subjects if we don't have patience. And so today I'm going to give you five practical tips that you can implement today to help you with your patience. Number one, practice it daily. Practice your patience daily. This means putting it on your radar and making sure that you are strategically and intentionally practicing your patience. I'm talking about being aware of how you interact with friends, family, your kids, your coworkers. go down the line. I want you to look at how you are practicing it or how you are not practicing it. Put it on your radar. Watch the way you are navigating things. Um, Ask yourself the question, are you being more patient with some people than with others? And then the next question, why is that? Get yourself in the mode where every single day you are focusing on being patient. Number two, identify your triggers. Identify your triggers. I'm talking about things that easily trigger you to be impatient, Um, talking about things like words that are being used that make you angry or words that make you defensive, Uh, phrases that tend to stress you. Um, Ask yourself the question, uh, when you are really hungry, do you lose your patience? Are you dealing with sickness? Um, Is there a certain tone that triggers your impatience? Um, Look uh, close at those things and ask yourself the question, why do those things bother you? And when you lose your patience, learn from it. Try to be more patient next time. But you have to identify your triggers. Number three, the third way to work practically today on your communication is is choosing the timing of your conversations. Choose your timing well. When it comes to talking with your spouse, choosing a time for which you both are relaxed and you can have a moment that is distraction-free is going to be huge. I've said this for years, that communication is three things, timing, tone, and technique. But when it comes to patience, I'm telling you this, timing is a big deal. Making sure that you both are well-prepared for a conversation, you both are well-prepared to have a talk. It's giving each other heads up that just simply says, hey, 
we need to talk about this subject. When would be a be- the best time to do that? Um, I've had people say, well, if I give my spouse a heads up, then they're going to be more prepared to win the argument. But if you are not wanting to give your spouse time, if you're wanting to blindside it, it's not because you want a good conversation. It's because you want to win the conversation. But if you want to practice patience and you want your spouse to practice patience, then you need to choose the timing of conversations well so that you both can be productive and that the marriage can win as a result of that conversation. Number four, manage your expectations. Manage your expectations. This means that you need to recognize and verbalize what your expectations are and also learning how to pull back on them at times. Let me say that clearly. There are times that we have to lower our expectations and realize that your marriage may need to take baby steps rather than large steps when it comes to your growth. Therefore, we have to manage our expectations. We have to show more patience with ourselves and with our spouse. Sometimes we've just got to cut ourselves and our spouse a little more slack. And there are times that we are so driven to make progress within our marriage that we've got such high expectations for which you and your spouse will never ever be able to move forward and to take those large steps. So how about this? Pull back a little bit, manage your expectations, and learn to take baby steps and let those baby steps begin to develop the marriage momentum that you're actually longing for. Get a hold of the big picture. And instead of being stuck in the immediate situation and the emotions that come with it, take baby steps by managing your expectations and it helps you with your patience. Number five, I think this is huge, call a timeout. When it comes to patience, it's so good to practice timeouts. This is realizing that you are losing your patience. You're losing you're losing your temper. You're getting to the place where things are getting a little bit too heated so much that one or the other person may say something or do something that you're both going to regret. So when you get to that heated spot, it's okay to call a timeout. It's okay to request one. It's okay to take five minutes or 20 minutes to go relax, to calm down, to remember what is truly the most important thing. And the most important thing is not the personal win. The important thing is for the marital win. So take that break, step back, and learn patience. So my questions for you today is this, is what is preventing you from being patient? What is a tool that you can use today where you can maybe begin to exercise? Maybe there's a tool that you thought of that I didn't list off. I want you to sit with your spouse. I want you to talk with your spouse and begin to ask yourselves these questions. Okay, what can we do to exercise patience? How can we talk about patience more? How can we be more patient with each other? How can we show more patience to our children? How can we exercise this? Because patience is, it's not just something that's good for marriage. This is solid for the Christ-filled life. The scripture says in the book of Galatians that the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of a life, that is Christ-centered, is love, joy, peace, and patience. Now, we do have gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Those are all necessary. But right in the middle of the list of what the fruit of a life following Christ looks like, it is a life that's full of patience. And so if this is something that you need in your life, don't be afraid to pray for it. Don't be afraid to call out to God for it. Don't be afraid to talk with your spouse and get accountability for it. This is a big deal because a healthy marriage is a patient marriage. And I don't know a single couple out there that does 
doesn't need more patience. In a world that is reactionary, we need to be a people that are willing to switch the culture and go counter to what the culture's challenged us to do and to be a people that are just simply patient. That's all I've got for you for today. Thank you so much for joining with me. Hopefully that you, you've uh, liked and subscribed to this podcast, and hopefully you're sharing it with somebody, helping them to challenge them to grow their marriage one Monday at a time. Have a great day. God bless.